Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and Living Local, sponsored by People's Bank. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and I'd like to introduce your host of Business Talk. He's editor and associate publisher of Business West. Here is George O'Brien. Okay, welcome everyone to another episode of Business Talk. Uh, we have a tremendous show for you today. I can't wait to get to it, but I will wait because first we need to hear this important message from our sponsor, People's Bank. Thank you for listening to the Business Talk podcast, sponsored by People's Bank, bringing you the best in business experts, entrepreneurs, and evangelists. Make Business Talk your innovation break for ideas and inspiration. People's Bank, where commercial banking can fuel your growth and make work life easier. Member FDIC, DIF equal housing lender. Bank at peoples.com slash business. Okay, we are back. And as promised, we have a terrific show for you today. We have with us Ray Barry, the founder and owner of White Lion Brewing. Ray, how are you today? I am well, George. I hope you are in a good spirit. Always a pleasure to be with you, my friend. Well, thank you for that. I'm good spirit. I think that's, that's your company tagline. <laughs> no, it, it's not. It should be. So anyway, great to have you on the show today. We had you on, I'm guessing it was probably around a year ago, and a lot has happened in that year. And we want to get to that uh, in a few minutes. Uh, you're you're becoming a, a presence here in downtown Springfield, and soon you're going to be a presence in downtown Amherst as well. And that's what we really want to get to. But sure. start by just telling us uh, how we how are the White Lion brand, how are we doing with uh, spreading the name and, 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 and getting your business uh, to a higher level here? Yeah, White Lion is uh, from day one, George. It's been about the community first. Um, we back into that, um, you know, good look, good, good liquid and a location to add to the overall experience. So since day one, this goes back many years now. It seems like yesterday, but 2014, 15 is when we first launched our product without a physical location. And we've been able to slowly build. We've had a number of hiccups along the way. COVID pushed us back a year. But uh, just due to not only the support in the greater Springfield area, but also throughout Western Massachusetts, we've been able to slowly uh, pick up some growth and look forward to the future. So, Ray, your downtown location uh, opened to a great deal of fanfare last year. People couldn't wait till you came downtown. And, and you've become, uh, in a lot of people's opinions, uh, an important piece of the puzzle in downtown. Uh, talk about how things have gone so far and, and how you are, like I said, one of those pieces to the puzzle. Yeah, we always wanted to be part of the downtown landscape. It took us a while, but very fortunate enough, Tower Square has been a great partner. Uh, we're, we're happy to be part of the city block. We're happy to be part of the downtown conversation. And, um, you know, there's a number of moving parts still taking place in downtown. And we always wanted to be part of that every evolving renaissance. And uh, so through great partnerships like the bid and, and MGM and Springfield Thunderbirds and, and, and many of the other downtown establishments, we've been able to uh, root ourselves and continue to uh, exercise and demonstrate growth, continue to give back to the community. So it's been a win-win for us. Uh, you know, it's a journey. It's not a, uh, it's not a sprint. So there's a long way to go. We're still a new business, but uh, we're looking forward to, we're definitely looking forward to the future and being part of the, uh, the downtown experiences. Okay. You mentioned the Thunderbirds. Now you had a special brew made for them. What was it called again? Uh, 
So we, yeah, we've had an ongoing partnership with the Springfield Thunderbirds. I think it's great synergy, uh, what they're trying to do, what we're trying to do, um, bring a different conversation into the fold. So we brewed a beer for them a couple of years ago called Thunder Boom, uh, paying homage to the thunder part of Thunderbirds and other their beautiful, great, energetic mascot, Boomer. So you have the Thunder Boom uh, or the Boom part of Boomer added to it. And it's, it's worked out. It's, it's a, we call it the hometown beer. And uh, we look forward to expanding on that conversation, hopefully, the 2022-2023 uh, season. Did you do a special brew for the uh, playoffs as well? Yeah, we did. We did. We were so, everyone was just so excited. Uh, for uh, the Thunderbirds and all of the new uh, energy and winnings that they brought to the Valley. So when they clinched uh, and made it to the Calder Cup finals, we scrambled and worked with the team and local design company to put together a, uh, a, special, a special label, special beer for them as they went in and, and, and took on uh, their opponent throughout the uh, Calder Cup finals. What's it? What's it called? Thirty-one or something along those lines. Thirty-one and done. Thirty-one and so, done. Okay. Yeah, it was our understanding and based off of our research that it was thirty years that um, we. It's been thirty years since we went to the Calder Cup finals. So we were saying, listen, it's been thirty years. This is it. We're going to win it, and we're going to put that thirty years or thirty-one years behind us. So uh, it didn't happen. But it, it, we'll be back, and we'll, we'll, we'll go for the Cup again in, in, in this season, 2022-2023. Let's go from <laughs> hockey to basketball. Uh, talk about an exciting new development that you got going with Marcus Camby, uh, my alma mater, UMass. He was a, a great star back there in the 90s and then went on to star in the NBA. And uh, you're uh, hooking up with him. You're going to open a location in downtown Amherst. Uh, just below the Drake. This is a very, very exciting development. Uh, tell us, first of all, how you uh, connected with Marcus, how your partnership came together, and then kind of fast forward, if you would, and uh, talk about what your plans are for downtown Amherst. Absolutely. You know, sometimes it comes down to timing and other people believing in what you're trying to accomplish. And in this particular case, another hometown, city of Springfield, basketball player, Travis Best, who played in the NBA for over a decade, introduced us to Marcus. Travis, every year, pre-COVID, for I think 12 consecutive years, did a enshrinement weekend um, party for folks that wanted to just come out and hang out and, and be part of the ongoing festivities. And um, when COVID, when there was some uh, relief from COVID, Travis had came to White Lion and said, listen, I'm looking to have another engagement and would love to uh, talk about white lion being part of the conversation. And at that time, the university of Massachusetts was about to pay homage and tribute to Marcus Camby, Julius Irving and coach Calipari by giving them or dedicating to them a statue. So um, the timing was right. I mean, Marcus and his, and his team were going to be in town uh, that weekend. And, um, Travis did his best to circle the wagons and we were able to accomplish a block party in downtown Springfield and Marcus was the co-host. And that's really how the conversation started to happen. Okay. So fast forward a little bit. Now you guys are business partners. How did that come about? 
So Marcus obviously was in town for a while and had an opportunity to see what White Lion was doing just through that particular event. But he came in and wanted to learn more. And I shared and or our team had an opportunity to share with him our story, what we were trying to accomplish, who we were, uh, where we were in the in the craft beer space. And I think it just basically I think it intrigued him. I, I think that there was some, some unknowns uh, about craft beer and um you know, he, he left, he left, I think, somewhat excited and he had a great time. Several weeks went by and his business manager reached out expressing that Marcus wanted to learn even more and, uh, you know, talk, talk business to see what can transpire and see how he could help out in building the White Lion brand. Obviously, he has a great connection to Amherst, uh, having played there and, and you've always had a interest in being in downtown Amherst and more to the point, I think downtown Amherst has always had an interest in you. So it sounds like these three prongs kind of came together. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. It's almost like a perfect storm. Almost. I mean, even when you, we dig deeper, I mean, Mike Yates, my business partner, our head brewer, he he's cut his teeth in the Amherst area. He was once the head brewer at Amherst brewing uh, in the exact venue that we're going to occupy. So he's high on the city, on the town of Amherst. I'm big on the town of Amherst and seeing what they've done and continue to do. It reminds me so much of the city of Springfield and what the downtown corridor is all about. There's a lot of similarities there. So, you know, pre-COVID, they had reached out. A number of stakeholders had reached out to see if White Lion was interested in coming to the town of Amherst. And obviously, all of our ducks were in row for the city of Springfield and trying to accomplish what we were trying to accomplish here. And then COVID hit, so there was really no need to continue the conversation. We had parked that idea, uh, but they stayed in our ear. And as we pushed through COVID, uh, our COVID build-out, I should say, we were um, able to reignite the conversation uh, and slowly build it out and include Marcus in it. And, you know, several months later, here we are. Very interesting. You talked about uh, Springfield and Amherst. The communities are similar. Uh, the <clears throat> business improvement districts are both active and they both have the same goals for building vibrancy in their town. But the towns are a bit different. You've got thirty to 35,000 college students uh, in that Amherst and Northtown area. That, that's certainly a different dynamic than what we have here in Springfield. Uh, you must be looking forward to uh, bringing the white brand to such an incredible community like Amherst. Uh, Talk about what that's going to be like. Yeah, there's 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 a number of moving parts in the in the town of Amherst. Obviously, you have the um, the, the education or the institutional culture. You have the town of Amherst residents. You have the biz, the downtown business districts. There's a there's a tremendous amount of transient or fo- or families, folks, people coming in and out of the area. Uh, what really attracts me that not only does that really attract me and the, and the, and the principles of white lion, but, uh, you know, just seeing Gabrielle, who's the executive director of the bid and her energy and, and how she is trying to, you know, change some of the, the dynamics for the better of, for the better of small business and, you know, the Drake coming back and the music venue right above where White Lion will be. All of those, all of those pieces um, made a tough decision easier because, I mean, let's be, let's be real here. I mean, we're still a small business. The tap room in downtown Springfield is only 14 months old. So you never want to be in a position where 
you uh, bite off more than what you can chew. And sometimes you, as just a business person, you want to grow, you want to grow, but you can't, you don't want to grow too quick uh, because then you'll be looking back um, talking about, you know, we wish we vetted this a little bit stronger. So, you know, there's always the, the lens of being cautious and having caution. And uh, we've, we've been able to demonstrate that thus far. And, and hopefully that uh, we'll see this as, as, as the right decision for the, for the growth of White Lion. Okay. You're listening to Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local and sponsored by People's Bank. Uh, we're talking with Ray Barry. He's the founder and owner of White Lion Brewery. Uh, we've been talking about uh, the company's planned move into downtown Amherst and uh, the success they've had in downtown Springfield today. Ray, I want to shift gears and, and talk about the whole craft brewing industry a little bit. I've always been one of my fascinations. This has been an industry that's uh, grown by leaps and bounds uh, in Massachusetts and Western Massachusetts over the years. Uh, that growth has come with a number of, of challenges, uh, competition, uh, the pandemic. I think I read recently that uh, you guys were just having trouble getting enough carbon dioxide to, to get your, your work done this year. So talk about the industry and where we're at. Uh, and with, I know you were just at a conference uh, recently, so uh, tell us what, what's happening. Yeah, no, to your point, George, the craft beer trade sector has grown a hundredfold over the past 15, 20 years. There are over 8,500 breweries in the United States. Um, there are over 230 in the, com- or two, over 200 in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. And, you know, the, the, the trade in general is trying to become more inclusive and, you know, demonstrate inclusion. You know, there's less than 1% of the breweries in the country are black and brown owned, less than one percent in the Commonwealth are black and brown owned. I think there's only five of us or six of us in the Commonwealth. You know, and for any trade, why, to grow, why, why is that? I know it's a capital-intensive industry, but uh, are there other barriers to this? Well, I mean, the trade will tell you. There's no secret. I mean, when you're in a trade, there's a perception that the trade is male, white male dominant, and and for, for whatever reason. Um, but there are a number of uh, stakeholders, number of guilds in each respective state, the Brewers Association, which is our national body, that we've all been collectively trying to change the conversation, um, highlighting the opportunities in the trade. Um, uh, breweries such as White Lion and others throughout the country, you know, the small percentage have been playing its own respective role and being a voice and showcasing opportunity for black, brown, women, et cetera. So, you know, we're a trade that's still growing. Um, and, and even though there's over 8,000 breweries, there's, there's challenges associated with that. But we have to put our best foot forward and lead and model the way. And, and White Lion is part of that, part of that conversation. Hmm. Now, they always say no matter what business you're in, the competition is good. Um, but I guess in the brewery business, competition is really good. Uh, the more of you out there, the more interest that this creates. And it just, you know, Massachusetts becomes more known for its craft beers. People Absolutely. actually come here and they go on craft beer trails. Uh, talk about how the more competition, the better it is for you guys. It is. I mean, so here we are. The city of Springfield is the third largest city in the Commonwealth. And uh, we have 
two breweries in the city and we're the only brewery in downtown, which where, where, where a lot of the, you know, the foot and vehicle traffic resides and a lot of the business community resides. Uh, Rustic is another brewery, a nano brewery out in Indian Orchard who does their thing in their own respective right. But when you look at other towns like East Hampton and Westfield and, you know, they have multiple breweries. And when you have multiple breweries in a, in a, in a footprint, it really does become a unique experience. You'll have people come out of their way or go out of their way, excuse me, to go to a white line or go to a brewery X or brewery Y in close proximity because it gives them an opportunity to experience all three or four breweries. So I would love to see, and there's, I think there's some ongoing conversation. I would love to see, you know, another brewery or cidery or distillery uh, in, in, in the downtown footprint. And, and that's going to create, you know, more foot traffic, more vehicle traffic. And it also creates an economic spinoff where someone will come to White Lion, they'll go to, Sym- they'll go to a symphony or they'll go to the symphony and go to White Lion. Then they'll go to Theodore's and the Deems or another brewery or another distillery. And it really does change the experience um, of downtown and, and creates a, a more blended destination where folks don't just have to come and go to a restaurant and then go home or go to a, a concert or go and go home or go to a hockey game and go home. No, they can pregame at White Lion or they can pregame at another brewery or distillery or, or pre-eat at a restaurant and then post-game at a brewery. And that's really what it's all about. You want to create a dynamic where folks can come, feel comfortable, bounce around, and businesses can survive and benefit from that. Are we there yet in Western Mass or do we still have a ways to go? No, there's always going to be a, a, a journey. There's always going to be a challenge. I mean, you can never say, you never want to be in a position, this is just my opinion, where you say we've made it. Because as soon as you say we've made it, then the next city or town is going to um, jump in and, 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 and take over. I, I, we can just look as far as our good friends up in Northampton. Northampton was a, a strong destination at one time. They, the, there may have been the perception that they made it, um, but there's other challenges that come with that. So you always got to be hungry. You always got to push forward. You always got to look for um, the changes that are taking place in the economic landscape. And we have to be part of that. We can never sit on our laurels. We always have to push forward. Has cannabis changed the landscape in, in, in any way? I've, I've read and heard that, that cannabis has in some ways become competition for the brewery industry, the, the alcohol industry in general. Any oh, truth to that? Yeah, no, I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the legalization of cannabis, and not only cannabis, George, but even the, the spirit and liquor um, trade has put a dent into the overall craft beer conversation. You have what they call ready-to-drink cocktails, where you can go to your local package store and pick up a mixture of rum and Coke or gin and tonic at, at a light ABV. You don't have to worry about buying a bottle of of soda or a bottle of liquor or, or a can of soda or a can of liquor. You already have it in one apparatus and you can go pick up a four pack, six pack, 12 pack. So that too has, um, has impacted the, the craft beer, uh, economic, uh, portfolio. So, you know, again, it gets back to the conversation we just had. You have to be cognizant of the changes that are taking place, be in a position to pivot. You cannot just go down one lane in, in, in this particular trade. You have to be ready to, uh, to embark on multiple lanes. And that's what, you know, white line has to, 
has to do that to survive. And, and that's one of the reasons why we look at a secondary location. That's, a, that's one of the reasons why we have the mobile beer truck and, and strong, strong engagement with the community by doing uh, uh, outdoor, outdoor events and programming, not only in the city of Springfield, but Amherst and Westfield and, and, and Holyoke. Um, so you, you just have to be cognizant of and be in a position to um, um, take advantage of the partnerships that you've created and the lanes that you that you've created, and and that's what we're going to do and continue to do. Okay, well, continue. Good luck to you, Ray. It's a, it's a fascinating story. We we've covered it from the beginning, and uh, I've enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, continue. Good luck to you moving forward. And we appreciate your support, George, to the whole Business West family. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Cheers. And thank you to all of you for tuning in to another episode of Business Talk a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local and sponsored by People's Bank. I'm George O'Brien, the editor of Business West. We'll see you next time.